Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to episode number 555 of the Puckle Podcast, bringing you all the fictional phone numbers in U.S. history. Hmm. I am your temporary host, the fluffiest whimsicott filling in for our fearless leader, Thatch, and I am joined here today by two wonderful, marvelous, kind, knowledgeable, every single kind of positive adjective you could possibly think of. One of them is our Sigma. Hello, I'm here. And the other one is Shark Finnegan. Hello, hello. And we are here to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League because, as I like to remind everyone, Thatch was 16 when he came up with this name. Mm -hmm. And we talk about literally everything in a Pokemon franchise. Usually we're more video game based, but, you know, the manga, the TCG, the anime, the obscure magazine that only came out in Japan in 1999, we have got you covered. Probably. Unless you're masters, we, we leave you behind if you're well, masters. Uh, it was a decision. Yeah. Um, I, I like masters. Masters is okay. I play it, it. It's okay. I don't like a gotcha position towards kids. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I don't disagree with that, but also they do a decent job free to play. And I've, that's what I've been, basically. I've been free to play the entire time, so. I've been free to play, too, but uh, it, <laughs> it started off real bad. Oh, yeah. They got better. Oh, yeah. They got bad. <laughs> Free to play was not an option early on. <laughs> that they intended. I mean, I played it free to play, but I also played it for like a total of probably three and a half hours. So mm -hmm. that checks out, I, I suppose. <laughs> you had to wait six months for it to be like free to play friendly. Mm. <laughs> because at launch, it was it was not. Yeah, I just didn't enjoy the gameplay. So I managed not to get like sucked up into the gasha aspect too much mm. so that was all right for me i i i dodged the bullet right there because <laughs> some of those characters and some of those outfits are really cute mm -hmm. oh yeah i love cute things <laughs> mm -hmm. especially the what was it the valentine's serena and whimsicott which is one of my favorite actually one of the more fun units i like to play with so Mm. I did give that one a try with some of the like free gems I had stashed up. Didn't get it, but I Ugh. didn't cry too hard over it because, I mean, yeah, I was going to get it and then it was going to sleep in my phone untouched forever because I don't actually play the game. So <laughs> it was fine. Totally fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but besides playing Masters, have you guys been up to something fun lately? Oh, yeah. I uh, played in that Magikarp tournament last week. Ooh. Got 500th place, too. That was fun. Oh, wow. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The tournament was more fun than I expected, just because the matches go really quick. Mm -hmm. And if you ever had a match where your Magikarp got to 2p1 your opponent, you just felt amazing. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> Does that actually happen? Uh, I think I had it happen three or four times. Oh, wow. <laughs> more than I expected. Uh, like, the Durant was just 
short of KOing uh, Nintalion in my second match, and the Magikarp mm-hmm. had bounced up and came down, murdered oh. the Nintalion, and then it was just Magikarp, <laughs> the Magikarp. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's beautiful. Awesome. But yeah, that happened a couple times, and that was fun. That's awesome. I, I checked out a part of a video by WolfClick about this tournament, but it was just, it seemed like the matchup of your other Pokemon was so much of a determining factor that it was like, okay, I've seen like four matches. This is not fun anymore. I'm glad to hear that it was actually fun. Well, Cradilly was like one of the best Pokemon too. It was. Oh, so that's your jam. Storm Drain is good when you have a bunch of water, when you have a forced water type. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you turn Magikarp into a plus one for Cradilly every turn. Uh, so wow. if they didn't have a counter to Cradily, I was just picking Cradily and most matches end in like three turns anyway, so you could just yeah. get back to the next match and it's like, oh okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. I love that you got to use like your favorite Pokemon in such a silly and fun format. Mm-hmm. It, it was a dumb format, but I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It really sounds like it. What about you, Shark? Uh I've just gonna been doing a couple of different random things in pokemon uh i've been primarily doing what i think some draft league random battle blitz which is Ooh. basically what you're doing with your rambat grinding except your timer is only like 12 seconds that sounds immensely stressful it's a little bit but honestly i like it just because you can just your matches last maybe two three minutes unless you somehow get in a weird stall fest but mm. It, it probably helps that your opponent doesn't have the time to uh, just have to figure out everything about their Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. You just sometimes can just win really fast. It's like, oh, I got the Gyarados out. I'll go ahead and do the D-Max sweep stuff. Or mm-hmm. you just sometimes you just kind of like if you otherwise, yeah, you just kind of have to quickly just you have the like initial like 30 seconds to like look through your team just to kind of see what you mm-hmm. have. But it's just like there was a match I posted up in general. It was like, I have a Drifloon lead. And uh, it had a decent matchup against an Armado at first. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and start setting up and trying to win. I broke through half the team, and then I brought in Ice Q to do Belly Drum at the end of it. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, I know that, that. I mean, it sounds like fun, but it's really not a thing for me. Like, I'm a slow person in general. In fact, I'm surprised I picked such a fast Pokemon as my mascot. That that wasn't a good idea. It's not very representative of who I am as a person. But yeah, sometimes the timer on regular Rambats like gives me trouble. So yeah, the the Blitz format is really not appropriate for myself. I just like just playing it fast. Just to, like don't mm-hmm. think. Just just go with instinct. On cart, I feel bad if I hit the 30-second mark, because it starts out at 45 seconds, and if I take more than 15 mm. seconds to take a turn, I just start to feel bad and yeah. not too much time. But to mm. be fair, on cart, like, the turn itself takes so long that you, have, you have time, time, to, time think to think yeah. about your next turn while, while, you know, the animations are playing out, yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. Showdown goes very... <laughs> Showdown animations don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> don't. <laughs> Yeah, after after a while playing on Showdown, I go to like YouTube and check out a few PokeTubers and they have, you know, the big animation moves sometimes, like the signature legendary moves and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. The game does that. I forgot. 
Yeah, make the big flashy like Lunala fly yeah. into the sky to do Moon Guy's beam, or yeah, what what the guys call the anime cutscene, which mm-hmm. which is pretty appropriate, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I spent like a month and a half speedrunning Sword and Shield like Ooh, last month, right? And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Dynamax takes forever to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you you make the ball big and then you throw it, and then the Pokemon comes out. And yeah, yeah. Like I get to the end of a gym battle, I'm like, wow, I'm I'm doing really good on time, and then it's like, oh yeah, there's like a minute for them to Dynamax. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that must be so frustrating because like you can choose not to Dynamax your own Pokemon, but. <laughs> You like you Dynamax a couple times in the entire run. Uh you mm-hmm. Dynamax against Milo. Uh, it's required. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can Dynamax against uh Kabu because mm-hmm. his Arcanine's dumb. I, I did it once mm. where I didn't and he bit me a bunch of times and I flinched oh. a lot and it just was like, well, I can skip an X special attack and an X speed if I Dynamax, so I'll Dynamax yeah. forever. And mm-hmm. then you Dynamax against, like, Rose, and then there's situations where you can Dynamax against a couple other opponents, but... Mm, depending on what you have, I imagine. Yeah, depending on stats and whatnot. There's, like, a fast way to beat Raihan where you're... Or Raihan in the tournament where you're Dynamaxing your starter. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another one where I think if, you, if you're if you able to be in, like, Torrent range when you get to uh, the Fairy Gym mm. boss, it's like you can... Dynamax for part of that battle and it works out for you. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So the the speedrun picks Intellion. Yeah, well for sword it does. For shield it, mm. there's a it splits between a couple things. There's also mm. a route where I think you there's run. like Arcanine in that one. There's Arcanine Drillber, I think, or Excadrill. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Excadrill. Yeah, because I remember that's a popular speedrunner. Yeah, they have to deal with a ghost and a ice gem like yeah. lapras is a lot scarier than colossal so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. a lot harder to bring down too mm-hmm. another popular route that doesn't bother too much with rng is like there's a whimsicott route oh because candy floss is the trade you get in the mm-hmm. the second gym oh. yeah yeah oh yeah and because of the changes in gen 8 where if you have a stone evolution they learn all of the moves from oh. the move tutor Oh, right. That's right. I remember. Yeah, so you can run into the wild area and get the uh, evolution stone. That's amazing. nice. And trades always have the same IVs, too. So it's always Yeah, so you know what you're dealing with. That's cool. I love that. I know that's a route as well. Yeah, and I know there's the, what's it, the DLC route where you go. The DLC route is very dumb. Yeah. That's RNG at first, once you get to the get into the Dynamax cave, and then you're able to just get a level 60 Pokemon that you don't Dynamax ever, at least until, like, maybe Gem 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, like, all 20 routes based on what you can find in Dynamax. Wow. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, fa- I think the Crocodile is the world record right now. <laughs> That's really interesting. Speedrun's fascinate me to no end but again mm-hmm. really not my thing as you can imagine from the fact that i've been letting you guys go on and on and on about more interesting stuff i haven't been doing anything interesting just more renbats my ratings are nothing to speak of anymore i'm tired i'm brainless but i'm still having fun which i <laughs> guess is what matters oh yeah <laughs> i could i feel <laughs> that i feel that i have like for my renbat blitz i've actually gone up to me like 
150-ish at Ooh. one point, but it's just ebb and flow. Like, there are days where it's like, okay, I can win, like, a couple in a row, and then there's other days it's just like, well, nope, I'm losing. Yeah. You know, I lose a 10 in a row, you know, and I'm back down, but... Yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, the RNG of what you get. Mm. As I said mm. the last time I was on, I think, the feeling when your opponent has a strong Pokemon and it counters five-sixths of your team. <sighs> yeah. It really teaches you patience. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I click Toxic Spike. There's only one Pokemon it affects on the opponent's team. Because yes. two are steel, like, or two or three are steel, mm -hmm. one's, like... One's flying, one has levitate. And yeah. the other one is just a Stoutland. <laughs> and you're like, well, that was a well-spent turn on my part. Yep, I'm like, huh, I would have <laughs> won the game if I clicked any other move. Yep. <laughs> oh, wow. well, that's, that's the joy of random battles. Mm-hmm. Anyway... I think it's time for us to move on, and so we're going to head on to our news segment. So let's cue the usual epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. Just in. And welcome to the news. Uh, as in the last few weeks, there's not a lot of exciting stuff this week. There except is for stuff. one thing. There is stuff, yes. though. <laughs> there is stuff, which, which is more than we have been getting a few of the times lately. So we'll take <laughs> A lot take of times that. it's a stretch. This week, there's actually <laughs> stuff. Yeah. It's the end of the month, so we got Pokemon Go news. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I I suppose that that does make up part of our new segment. Still. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> we'll never it. get fine. rid of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the best piece of news, in my opinion, is that these guys have just let me know they are releasing the Gen Nine starters as plushies, and they sent me a picture, and it's very good that they didn't do that while we were recording. Or you guys wouldn't have ears anymore. Because the Sprigatito plush is so cute, you guys. You have like, yeah, Sprigatito. The plush is even cuter than the model in the game. It's, it's absurd. It's so good. You guys have no idea. Just find the picture. They're out in Japan this week, I think. Yeah, we don't so know hopefully about the yeah. rest of the world, but they're, they've been good about getting them to the rest of the world relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Relatively, uh, yes. It's uh, probably why. It's probably why they had to do the uh, announcement of Gen Nine when they did. Like they said, they're mm -hmm. merchandising. They didn't want it to uh, fall behind, so it's like this oh, could have leaked. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Next up, we have Sword and Shield. The I Choose Chew competition was announced. It's a singles competition where you get to make a team of a Pikachu, Pichu, and you get to choose your Raichu. Uh, there wow. is species clause, so. You, <laughs> you can't bring both of the Raichus? Seriously? Nope. You have to have a Pichu. That's sad. <laughs> it's, that is it's, so sad. You're, you're not happy about the Pichu, but it's there. You're bringing it. Yeah, it does. It's not that I'm not happy. Like, honestly, I would have brought the Pichu. It's just that, oh, I thought when I, when I read the news that it was like, oh, 
You get to bring both of the Raichus. I love no, both of the you Raichus. You get to pick a Raichu. <laughs> That's sad. It's real Come sad on. when you realize that they learn Dig and Dynamax is legal. So it's like, it, it's a weird one. I don't know how much I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, because it's like, you feel like, okay, protect meta, protect with Dig is going to be like the probably the most common thing, which does mm-hmm. favor uh, the Raichu. The Kanto yeah, Raichu, because yeah. it has a little bit more attack, if I recall. And a little yeah. more defense, where it de- I don't think it'll die to its own dig, whereas Alolan Raichu has to invest in some defense to survive dig. Yeah, it's also, almost the Okos, wait, does, for sure, either way. Does Alolan Raichu get fake out as well? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it does, because it's a Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. All of them get okay. fake out, which is something that can happen too, so... It's oh, just a gosh. messy... It's a messy mind game of a competition that probably isn't worth it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a regular competition, but it starts August That's, 11th. I think it's for mm. Outbreak at you, which is a thing that happens in Japan in August usually, so. Okay, I see. I see. Well, that is weird, but cute. So I'll give mm-hmm. him that. And then we have some Unite news. Uh, yes. On August 3rd, we get the second of the new Pokemon Buzzwall into the game. Mm. And I believe uh, Tyranitar should be probably, I think, sometime shortly thereafter. Oh, oh yeah, it is oh, possible. Wow. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Big boys are coming to the tiny game. Oh, yes. Yeah, big scary thing. Yeah, so Buzzwall <laughs> has, like, some muscle gauge thing where it's able to just, like, uh, probably, like, charge up and just do more super-powered attacks. I think I saw it suplex a, uh, a Ludicolo in a video. Yeah, earlier, I did. That's so. exactly oh, wow. the one thing I saw earlier. And I was like, oh, dang. Wow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> <He moved. laughs> that's really something. Yeah, just what literally just image. suplex and it does an AOE damage too from the shockwave of slamming the Ludicolo down. So From the shockwave of pineapple juice, you know, <laughs> exactly. making a wave around. Okay, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um... In TCG news, Pokemon has announced a trick or trade booster bundle for people to give out on Halloween. That is such a cute idea. Very smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. Uh, it's made up of a bag of about 43 card packs, and they have pumpkin Pikachu stamps on them. That is incredibly cute, and I'm all over this idea. Mm-hmm. Very smart on them. Super I think smart. They go on sale in September. Candy. Uh, mm, yeah. Good. Well, I hope that some people don't make them disappear from the shelves before the kids can get them on Halloween. Yeah, I would hope. Fingers crossed. Anyway, as promised, we are now contractually obligated to move on to the Go News segment. <laughs> Yay, it's the end of the month, so lots of Go News, yay. (laughs) But before we get to the end of the month, uh, they actually added something this week with the Daily Adventure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once a day for 15 minutes, you can turn on this incense, and it has a chance of spawning rare Pokemon like Esper and Rockruff, and you also have a chance of finding the Glorian birds, though they have like a- it's it's not as good as it sounds because their catch rate is super low. Yeah, it's and point the chance of them running away is ninety percent. So yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also requires you to move. Yes. Like uh, the old instance used to. It's, and there's it does a heat again, wave. Too. <laughs> so unless you do it at night, not a lot of fun. Yeah. Or yeah. in a car and, as a passenger, not driving yourself because that would be bad. Mm-hmm. Wink wink. Yeah, I, I've, I've done it since the thing came out, and I have yet to find anything too rare. I so. actually got a Noibat 
the other day. Ooh, I'm jealous. That's not I bad. Found, I found a regular Jangmo-O that wasn't part of the incense. Uh, oh, I was happy mm, about that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Very nice. While I was doing the incense. Mm-hmm. That was the best thing I found. It <laughs> it's something that's not a part of it. But hey, <laughs> take those. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, then we have the actual end where August's breakthrough is going to be Galarian Stunfisk, which is important for people Meh. who care about the Go Battle League. Everyone else, I don't think. <laughs> meh. A very resounding meh yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the raids this month will be Palkia, followed by Genesect, and then two weeks of Zacian and Zamazenta together. Ooh. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Those are nice. And it might actually cool down a bit by the end of next month, so I might be able to do some of those. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I assume the Genesect can be shiny. So. Mm-hmm. That's also cool. Yeah. If it's not a new drive. Uh, I actually don't know. Is the ch- It says it's the chill drive. Oh, that might be the first time. So never oh. mind. Maybe it can't be shiny. Yeah. <laughs> we still have one drive to get through before we can get to the shiny. Okay, then. Uh, Shark? In terms of events happening, August 4th, uh, you have the very last GoFest in Sapporo. So we're probably going to get some sort of tie-in event this weekend like they've done before. And then they're Mm going to start dropping Pan Sage on the rest of the world, which would be nice. Awesome. I just got my two Pampors this week, so I'm okay. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I want the Pans. I didn't care about Mm -mm. the Pampors. Broccoli. We need the whole set. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then starting August 10th, we will have the Bug Out event. We don't know what Pokemon are going to be... A featured a part of the event, which we're thinking potentially either like Pavilion, which was teased, mm. or Grubbin, which was, which also, was also teased. teased. And in the mm. game, so mm-hmm. like, should be coming. Yeah, so those, yeah. so uh, pro- I'm betting it's going to be Grubbin, but... I'm expecting a- Grubbin too, but... Well, there's a tiny shot of Pavilion. They have been on a bit of an Alola king yeah. lately. But so. Mega Scissor will be a part of raids at that time, and Genesect's going on as well at that time. So you got yeah. quite a bit of bugs in the raids as well. I don't know if they announced Mega Scissor officially, but uh, it's like there's a mystery raid. There's a new Mega Raid, and it's like, and it's during mm, the bug event, and mm, Mega Scissor's in the game. It's uh, like, okay, yeah. Friends at Leap Duck say it's Mega Scissor, so we're good. I, I believe it's Mega Scissor. Yeah. It's in the game. Yeah. yeah. It's in the game, and it's new. Like, yeah, it's Mega Scissor. That's going to be good. And then <laughs> starting Thursday, August 18th, we have the Pokemon Go World Championship event, which is going to run Ooh. through that weekend. Uh, no specifics exactly what's happening, though they're going to have a, a new cup as well going on at that time, the mm-hmm. fighting cup, so for those who play, but expect something to happen then. Yeah, I predict confetti falling from the sky. Probably. Well, I, actually, I actually am thinking now they might feature Pokemon that are on the championship team, just kind of some things like that. That would be cute. The weird thing is a lot of them have, like, moves, too. So maybe they'll let you yeah, maybe the event for some Pokemon. Like, Walrein. I know Walrein's like... Yeah, Walrein's... <laughs> uh, they're technical... I mean, Obstagoon, I know they're already doing the community day for it. Mm. That move sounds busted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Obstruct seems real dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And then lastly, you have, at the end of the month, you're going to have the GoFest, the la- the end of the season thing. The, if you bought the I raid pa- the pass back in June, you get the finale at the end I of I assume August. it's the Ultra Beasts everyone's been getting at the in-person GoFest. No, Maybe the Maybe. Cowboy Snorlax. Maybe. Please. Please. Please, <laughs> Please give me Cowboy Snorlax. 
Like day two of GoFest was cute. very sad. So I, I, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Just adding the logo was underwhelming. Uh, yeah. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully we get the bugs in there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Well, and, and Snorlax. Right. With his little hat. Anyway, it's time to end our news segment with our usual Puckle Pokey prediction. So I'm going to ask you guys, the current VGC format is scheduled to end at the end of August. So between then and Scarlet and Violet's release, what sets of rules do you think they're going to adopt? Uh, I could see a lot of ways they could. Uh, I would like ban list. They won't. Do- yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's too late to do fun ban list. Yeah. Well, at the same time, like, Afterworlds is when you'd want to do it anyway, but I'd love mm-hmm. Spike Myth. Spike Myth double sensor. Yeah, I feel yeah, like they successful. just might just let it run its course at this point, too. There's something that, yeah, that is just like, well, it's- you have three months, you're just gonna, you're just gonna have it, or maybe just like, you know what, everything's unbanned. Now you just get to use the full legendary team. Go have fun. <laughs> Anything yeah, it's goes. Like, restrictions are gone. You can uh, use wow. Mew and Jirachi now, you know, whatever things that we ban- can even use before. <laughs> that would that be could better. be fun. Zerora and Melmetal. That would be fun. I I never expect them to ask. Even though Keldeo no. is perfectly fine. There is zero reason that Keldeo needs to be banned. It's even available in-game. But- yeah, and Melmetal's fine, too. Melmetal's fine. <laughs> Like, Keldeo doesn't even have the 600 BST that most myths have at yeah. this point. And Zerud's just bad. Like, <laughs> for V, I would say VGC, oh, just jungle healing, heal your neighbor. I think it does, but it's yes. like, it might, but it's like life do, and no one use, no one deuce. Yeah, well, true. It, it does status as well, so that's slightly more better, than that, but, but eh. Also, it's well. built to be a sweeper, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a, a bit very... awkward. It's a bit Fair. awkward when your sweeper's running its support role. It's, yes. Very it's like, much oh, so. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was hoping you would, like, kill the opponent so that they don't kill us, but hey, thanks for the one-fourth of my HP, bud. Mm-hmm. Good going. Good going. <laughs> yep. You got rid of the para. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> But it's it's super effective against uh, Kyogre's, which is good. It hits Kyogre mm. and Grata. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's pretty much all it has going for it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it has Leaf Guard. It, it pairs mm. well. <laughs> it Amazing. Pairs well with Groudon. Yeah. Amazing. Great Groudon check, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> We're going to stop dumping <laughs> on this poor monkey and move on to our fun little segment, Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where I'm going to quiz my fellow co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where I quiz my fellow co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge because Thatch isn't there to do it this week. 
Thank you for that reading of the rules. If you guys are ready, I would like to dive right in with question number one. Okay. All right. Okay. So, this one is from Elite for Brent. The ability Dry Skin allows the Pokemon to heal off water-type attacks, intake damage in the sun, and increase damage from fire attacks. Which Pokemon with this ability already have a fire weakness, which forces them to take even more damage from fire-type moves? Rest in peace, Paris. Poor Paris. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another part of the answer, though. Ah. Mm-hmm. So what is the other Pokemon with this characteristic? Hmm. Because yeah, the other one I always think about is Toxicroak, and that's not Yeah, it. it's not so. Heliolisk either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Those are not weak to fire. And if it's not... No, they are not. Uh, da, da, da. You have Storm Drain. Because I, I know Maractus gets Storm Drain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has Dry Skin, too. I feel like it's a... It might be a bug. bug? I feel like it's a bug. Do you really? Well, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, what? Reek to fire. you got bug and grass are probably... It's going to be one or both types. Because it's not a steel type. Is it Imagine really? A st- it's not steel. <laughs> can't be a steel. Steel types can't have dry skin. <laughs> <laughs> they have metal skin, and that's very smooth. I'm, I'm uh, going to need an answer pretty soon, guys. And I'm, I'm going to tell you for free. Uh, you're, uh, you're, you're not running very hot right now. No. Aside from Paris and Paris Act, um, because, no, man, no masquerade. Anything? I got nothing. I got, I mean, I could throw a guess at Shinotic maybe has it? Maybe. I, th- I, I feel like Shinotic your... might be the one, or like more little Shinotic. Mm. Is that going to be your final answer? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the that's the best guess I could come up with right now because I know it has some sort of rain ability, but I don't think it's that. But we'll I think see. it's rain dish, but we'll find out together. Okay, so Shinotic is unfortunately incorrect. It does have rain dish, and when I told you you guys weren't running very hot, that was actually a secret additional hint. You had to run colder, much oh, colder. It's ice type. It's Jinx. You guys, oh, the other one right. is Jinx. Oh gosh, you're right. Yes, I remember. Yeah, it has dry skin. Yeah, it does. I uh, didn't remember that either. So I now really you say that, I totally guys. remember because I've seen it. And, uh. mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm sorry that you guys didn't get that question. Uh, I don't feel. But, I don't feel bad about forgetting Jinx. Yeah, has it. I uh, wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, they tried to make us forget Jinx pretty hard. And they almost managed to. <laughs> they they, they don't want us to think about. It's hard to forget. They don't want yeah. us to think about Jinx. They they succeeded. It's fine. Uh. Okay, so you can try to redeem yourselves with question number two. This one is from Chief Pancake, and they want to know of the current nine Pokemon lines that get the early bird ability. Only two of those lines are actually birds. What are they? Delhi's hmm. bird has Delhi bird? Or no, no, it doesn't. Okay. I don't know, actually. I think It has, like, anti-sleep ability. Yeah, I think they literally talked about it last week, and I think it's Vitality Spirit and Insomnia. I don't know if it has early bird now. 
The other one is Hustle, so no, it does not okay. have Bluebird. Then, uh, <laughs> so it's not that. Uh, Dodrio. I was thinking Noctowl, but... Dodrio I know does, actually. Because okay. I think it has one gimmick, you know, rest talk set type thing with early, with early bird. Huh. I'm, are you, yeah, because I know it has... I think it has Tangled Weed as the other option. Mm-hmm. Does it have Intimidate, too? No, it does not have Intimidate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that would make it actually decent. I would have seen I mean, it, Dodrio's it's Intimidate okay. being used <laughs> just as a niche picks. <laughs> but, okay, so we're putting in Dodrio? Yeah, for sure Dodrio. That one is correct. What's the other one? Uh... Is knock is it knocked out or is that just insomnia? Uh, uh, I feel like it doesn't have. I think it has insomnia and probably keen eye. I thought it was tinted lens. Man, maybe it has tinted lens. I don't think tinted it has lens. I think it's a hidden ability. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys. This is one sort of weird looking bird that you're looking for. Weird looking bird. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's not. Not a Route 1 bird. No. <laughs> those are normal birds. Yeah, those are normal exactly. birds. Exactly. This is not a normal bird. Uh, mm-hmm. well, it's n- it can't be him. It's not Sigilla. It's not Sigilla. Uh, I'm pretty oh. sure it's got one. Hold on. It, well, S- maybe. Pause on it Sigilla. It has Wonder Guard and... Sigilla has Wonder Guard and Wonder Skin, right? Wonder Guard, Wonder Skin... Or no, Magic Guard, Wonder Skin. Magic Guard, Wonder Skin. What's its third ability? Does it have a third ability? I think it does, but it might be synchronized. It might be that, though. I feel like it might be. Oh, we'll hold that on the back burner just in case. But okay. that might be it. It's not. Tropius is not a bird. Uh, I would not classify Tropius as a bird, no. Okay. Weird <laughs> types that are bird, not birds. I'm going to need an answer pretty soon, so I hope you guys find it. Hmm. I'll tell you, you were not that much, you know, off the track with the aesthetic you were going for there. Oh, Zatu, mm. Natu. Oh, okay, yeah. There we go. Zatu. Are you locking that in? Yes, that, yeah. that's absolutely it. Okay, that one is correct. Thank you, guys. <laughs> it's hard to think about because you're never running early bird on most Pokemon. That never. They have such uh, better abilities. <laughs> like Zatu, I never think about because it's got other magic bounce. Yeah, exactly. What, what else would you that use is, with that? That's the reason why you use it. <laughs> exactly. And it's pretty much the only reason you use it. So. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, just a cheap little magic bounce bird. Yep. That's anyway. what it exists to do. Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you can't afford an Espion, you might as well run a Zatu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that gives you one point for two questions, but this next question is potentially worth two points if you can get the answer from the first Pokedex entry. This was selected by Grey the Grey, and this Pokemon's shield entry reads... Its potent spectral powers allow it to manipulate others. It once used its powers to force people and Pokemon to build a kingdom to its liking. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. So I'm I'm leaning ghost and dark. Uh, yeah. Potentially psychic-ish. Uh, potentially. My low-key just joke guess is uh, Palo Sand. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because that, I mean, forcing people to build a that sand be, kingdom to its liking. It it's makes a, sense. A very, a very sandy kingdom, yes. <laughs> it just, it makes just sense. Just build him up. <laughs> I, lo- I love that line of reasoning. I really do. I wish it was. I wish it really was, though. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be Capagrigus, would it? It could. I actually don't know what kind of entries it has. I don't know what a Kafagrigus dex entry looks like. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Like, I mean, Kafagrigus more than Runerigus are probably. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, those are good, though. Because you don't catch them, so it's not like you're forced the dex entry. <laughs> it might be that. That's where I'm leaning, because that seems like the kind of Pokemon that would have a kingdom. I think uh, so, too. I, I buy that a lot, actually. Let's. I think let's go with Kofagrigus. Okay. Kofagrigus is incorrect. This is not an ancient Egyptian kingdom you're going for. So uh, I'm going to read you the second Pokedex entry. It is from Pokemon X, and it reads, Apparently, it can detect the innate qualities of leadership. According to legend... Whoever it recognizes is destined to become king. So it's something in the Aegislash line. Uh, it might be Aegislash. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, is that your answer? I think yeah. so. Aegislash is indeed correct. Good job, guys. It's like, that's Excalibur. Like, that yeah. is Excalibur. <laughs> that is very much Excalibur. <laughs> Just precisely what they were going for that that's a much nicer dex entry than hone edge uh <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so you guys are at two four three and we are heading into our multiple choice question now there was a challenge issued to one of you this week and this question comes from g mcp and it reads and you know what I'm going to tell you up front. This question has one, two, three, four, five answers. I'm going to give you a point for each answer that you give me up to a maximum of three points. If you get another answer or two, you get all the bragging rights because this question is really hard. So G. McP wants to know if and only if a move is boosted by the effect of sheer force, several effects that normally happen after attacking will be skipped. What abilities will not trigger due to this? Oh, yes. Which means being hit by a move boosted by sheer force. Ah, that's right. Okay. So would it be... Do you think it would be abilities like rough skin? I... Or does that trigger... I... I... Because I had to think... How sheer force is wo- how sheer force is worded right now? Because yeah, I feel I know it skip. I feel like it might skip that. I'm trying to remember for certain. Because that's that's like two free ones. If it skips rough skin, then it should skip iron. Yeah, too. I say definitely guess rough skin first. Let's see if that's yeah, right. Yeah, I'll give you guys two strikes too. Okay. So okay. yeah, so we'll try rough skin. Okay, if you're locking in rough skin, that is your first strike. Okay. okay. Well, that means we don't need to try iron bars. Yeah, that was essentially okay. what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That was, that was what yeah, we were Because I know it's a weird, because what it does, it cancels out the secondary spec. Oh! Oh! A, 
effects spore. spore? I think that because that triggers off the attack. Yeah, I think effects spore might be one. Do you want to lock that in? Yes. Then that is going to be your second strike. Okay, so I'm sorry. Not, um, do we want to get a hint? Actually, yeah, <laughs> let's use a hint because we have the we lost the the thing. I I like that idea, guys. So. Two of these abilities of the five that you're looking for are on the same Pokemon line, one before and one after evolution. One of these abilities has something to do with held items. One of them has something to do with types. And the last one has something to do with stat boosts. Huh. Interesting. So color change comes to mind with types, but... Uh, huh, that's an interesting. Jeez, that's a tricky one. Yeah, I and mean, color change could be right. I think. What other? Because one is on the same evolutionary line. One before, one after. See, I was kind of thinking that it was Cursula's specific ability, but it also has weak armor, so that's not it. Because um, it, because there's because pe- it goes perish body, curse body. It's- it's cursed body into perished body, I think, and it's, because I believe its other move, its other ability is weak armor. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that because yeah, cursed body's on a lot of other things too. Because um, mm-hmm. it also feels like you... it behaves the same way too. I'm trying to think. There's other steps to it. I will give you an additional hint here because this is really mm-hmm. really hard. None of these abilities affect the body of the Pokemon who attacked with sheer force. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, by the way, the held item one's probably Sticky Hold, right? But maybe... No, Knock no, Off no, is not be magician. It's not, it's... No, not... What about Magician? Oh, oh, hmm. oh. The one... No. Not, is it Magician or is it the other one? Uh, pick, no, Pickpocket's the one... Pickpocket. Pickpocket, you have to attack? Magician... No, that wouldn't be it. Oh, wait. It's not that one. Uh... Just trying to think of held item abilities, and those are this is not hard. Like the it's three. Not hard, but I think another one. Um, I I'm the the time is kind of running out. So if you have some good ideas, you might affect, want it's to. It's the other way around. That's why I keep. Yeah, that's what it is. Lock yeah. in at least one of them. What is, if you get hit, maybe it is weak arm. No, can't no. No. Guys? Do we want to try color change? Let's try color change uh, right now. Let's buy us a second. That one is correct. Okay, cool. Okay. That one is correct. Okay, you so get that's one the point. Ti- so that's the thing. It's that it affects the, the sheer one. force will skip that step that it more for more mm-hmm. so affects the other Pokemon, not yours. That's it right. Does. That's what it is. So you're left with an ability that affects held items, two abilities that are on the same evolutionary line, one before and one after evolution. And an ability that has something to do with stat boosts. For the evolutionary line, is it a signature abilities for each of them? Or is it... Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. Oh. You know what? I think I know what it is. Okay. I think think it's Wimp Out. Oh, Wimp Out and Emergency emergency Exit. exit. Yes, you're right. Do you guys want to lock Lock those those in? in. I think so, yes. yes. And those are your... Second and third point. Very and good, let's go guys. And for the fourth one, let's go ahead and just lock in weak armor just for bragging rights at this point. Too. Yeah, no, you you don't get bragging rights for that one. You did mention okay. one of the other ones. It is pickpocket. Okay, that's oh, the item okay. one. Mm-mm. 
And the very last one is you can safely ice beam a Galaria Moltres because Berserk will not activate. Ah, there it is. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So you guys are now at five points for four questions. So you're back on track. Good job. And I think I can ask you this question right here. So in the anime... Oh, this question is from Sleeve. In the anime, which of the Pokemon Ash has officially owned, not including forms, so not including Megas or Ash Greninja or any stuff like that, which of Ash's official Pokemon has the highest base special attack? I like this question. That's a good huh. question. Um, let's see... Thanks, Sleep, for it. Uh, first thoughts. We've got Gengar, Naganadel. Naganadel's up there. Um, uh, um, who else? Uh, he... Naganadel's the only one from uh, Alola, I think. Yeah, because what, his Alola one. team is a lot like... Everything else is physical. Everything else is physical. <laughs> that team. Yeah, what, Lightning like... Rock, Melmetal, uh, Incineroar... Rowlet. I think I think the Cosmog he had evolved into a Solgaleo, so that's safe. Uh <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um let's think. I'm trying to think. Nagadadel's special attack is what it's like one twenty one, one thirty one. Yeah, I know like yeah, it's it's gotta be like one thirty one because I think one twenty one isn't prime. Otherwise I think like Ash Greninja would have won. But... Yeah. Or Mega Lucario Yeah, we're excluding might forms the so... better. But I don't remember which ones. We we are excluding no both mega yeah, no and forms. Of course, yeah. Um, because yeah, it's current. Charizard's isn't bad. Uh, Charizard is. I don't think it's overrun. But I don't think it's not going to do good. So yeah, exactly. Because um, what else? Gen five. It definitely wasn't that Draco Meteor Gibble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything Gen. 5 Five was super. Sp- Gen five, he had a lot of Pokemon. Uh, they weren't good. Yeah, I think <laughs> the best Pokemon in there I can think of was a Crook Crocodile, which that's not special attacker either. No. no. Gen four, on- like he had a Levani too, but also not special. Attacker. And an Unpheasant, He's- which kinda is not but a special. Not really, that's not an attacker. Um- <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can let you guys go through every single Pokemon that Ash has ever owned because the anime has been on for like two lifetimes at this point. Yeah, twenty fifth so anniversary. I will ask I think, you this year to... for the anime itself. So. Yep. Yep. It says all this myself. Yeah, and I don't Gosh, think anything else. Think... Gen four and earlier. No, uh, Sceptile has a surprisingly high, but it's I think still it's, it's not uh, it's 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 not Nagana high, but it's it's. I think Sceptile's speed is one twenty five, and it's as a its attacking stats are less or significantly less than it. Yeah, its speed. I think it's still over a hundred. Yeah, exactly. It's below Nagana. I need an answer, guys. Nagana it is. Okay, Nagana is incorrect. I'm so sorry. So, the very first thing you guys said was the correct one. It's Gengar. Oh. Yeah. Gengar has 130 special attack, and the prime number you were looking for with the Ganadel special attack is unfortunately not 131. It's 127. Oh, jeez. 27. 
Yeah, Darn, just close. three points off. I'm sorry, you guys. Oh, man. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So I, was, I had the number 130 in my mind for Gengar, but mm-hmm. that's because I thought that's at speed when it's Vega. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. So I'm like, well, it's a special attack. It's not 130 when it's in base form then. In my head, <laughs> I had it at one. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I did just totally flip its special attack and its speed. I had 110 for its yeah. special attack in my head. I I totally nope. borked that. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, no. It's like I was like, its speed when it's mega is like one thirty. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I literally fought one this week. I convinced myself out of Gengar. Yeah, I think we both did. I'm like it's, it's we're like not it's gonna got one ten special attack. <laughs> it's like it's got one ten, maybe one twenty. Not gonna adult well, us in the one twenties at least. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were super close, though. Like, I, I would be okay with, with that. Also, this still gives you five points for your run this week, which is not bad. That's not bad. That's and not bad. it changes the standing significantly, because now in first place is our Sigma with 21 points. Hey. Followed by, yep, followed by Seth Vilo at 17, Sublime at 15, Linian also at 15, Shark, you are now at 13 points because you passed me. I am at 12 points. Cloud9 has 6 points, Mark has 5, Jushiro has 4, and everyone else has yet to get on the board. So with that, we're going to leave the quiz segment behind and head on to our topic. And we've got another review from 764. Still love it. Five stars. Hi, Puckle Crew. I don't play the Pokemon video games. I just play the game. Here at the card game. So I don't really understand most things you talk about on the podcast. Well, I hope you enjoy my review. If you'd like to review us, please review us anywhere you listen to it. We really are. But until then, we're going to kick. And welcome to our topic. Our topic today is... So there are these Pokemon that usually get a lot of hate. And they are the Pokemon based on a man-made object. But we have room in our hearts for all sorts of Pokemon. And so today we would like to talk to you about the lost, the forgotten, our favorite object-based Pokemon. So my first personal pick is possibly one of the least unpopular ones on this list, simply because it has a cool typing, it has cool abilities, it has cool shinies. And also, every single Pokemon in the line is a different object. And frankly, in my opinion, all three of the designs absolutely slay and is the Chandelure line. Mmm, yep. Oh, yes. Such a good line. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's really well thought out because, okay, all of them are firelights, but you go from a candle that then goes into a lamp that then goes into a chandelier and you keep the theme of like the time frame these objects are supposed to come from mm-hmm. but each of them has like its own quirky personality in a way due to the design and each of them looks slightly less alive than the one before which is great for a ghost type line mm-hmm. like I know that the Pokedex entry for Litwick is one of the creepiest. Like, oh, look, I'm a little tiny light. I'm going to guide you to the underworld. Your soul is mine. (laughs) But honestly, you look Chandler in the face, especially the shiny one. For some reason, 
giving it a more naturally colored flame makes it look even creepier. I don't know. They just hit the the ball out of the park for me on this one. It might be like one of the best designs in all of Gen 5. I think so too. I think so too. People will point to the genies and say, look at how bad Gen 5 design is, or the monkeys, and it's like, yeah, but we also have Chandelure line. Yeah. Yeah. Top to bottom, <laughs> awesome job. I mean, they even put it in Pokin, even. And it give, when you play that in, mm. it's not quite a fun personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a genius idea. It might be one of the best lines in the series, just design-wise. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've told this story before. I essentially picked my Gen 5 team for my first playthrough by exclusion. <laughs> because when I first saw the Gen 5 designs in Serbia, I hated most of them. And Chandler was on my team. Yeah. They have high peaks and low valleys in Gen 5. Yeah. Very much so. Exactly. It was like, Whimsicott, Chandler. And I was like, Bosculine, the genies. <laughs> <laughs> the Kunkelder line. I know someone likes them and they're good competitors, but ew, the Kunkelder line. The Axie was a good example of a midline in Gen 5. Yeah, that's a good midline. That's the, that's it's a, a good midline. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. You're I not personally bad. dislike it. It's not a bad line. It's not a good line. It's just a line that's there. Yeah. Yep. But also, talking about a fire, uh, a fighting type has reminded me that I think one of the reasons that Chandelier is also relatively popular for an object-based Pokemon is that it's decent competitively. Like... If you pick Flash Fire as the ability, it has three immunities, which isn't bad. Oh, yeah. It's fast enough that it makes sense to scarf it, mm-hmm. or it used to make sense, and then Gen 8 came out with, like, seven billion things that outspeed everything. Yeah. But I guess they were making up for all the Pokemon that are on island time, as Thatch likes to say about <laughs> Gen 7. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's... It has great abilities, great design, amazing typing, some really good stats and moves for what it's supposed to be doing. Like, if it was, like, 10 or even 15 points faster, it would destroy everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a bit frail, which is understandable. It's it's literally a glass cannon, because that, that lantern is made of glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not that far away from, like, Rotom defenses. Like, it's... Got a little mm. more HP, but, like, a little less defenses than it. So you could almost make it, like, sort of like, you know, the old school Rotom when it used to be a ghost type type thing. And yeah. 80 base speed is a perfect scarf tier because of things like Mamoswine can scarf, and that's 80 as well. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think in VGC it can run Trick Room as well. Oh, yeah. That was a popular Trick Room on. Infiltrator's a fun ability, too. Yeah, it can't be faked out, so it's a good Trick Room on. Like... Mm-mm. No, it's really, really good. It's really cool. And also, we mentioned the shinies. All the shinies are amazing in this line. Like, peak shiny design. Mm-hmm. Just a perfect Pokemon line, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, like I said, it's probably one of the best lines in the entire series. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, good thing we wanted to talk about unpopular Pokemon, but uh, I think we have talked about my favorite for long enough. So, what are some of you guys' favorites? Sigma. So one that I really liked this gen was Poltegeist. <gasps> I love it so much. Ignoring its dumb gimmick, because I do think authentic Poltegeist is 
like unnecessary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It didn't need to exist. So. It didn't need to be as rare as it was. It didn't need to be unbreedable. No. It didn't yeah. need to be like impossible to tell the difference between yeah. until you got to like giving it an evolution item. That that was kind of dumb. But design-wise, yeah. I really like it. Mm. <laughs> it's just a little ghost in the teapot. Yeah. It's also one of my favorites. It's like the detail on the teapot contrasted with it's just a smiling lump of purple like goo <laughs> ghost goo uh what's the word ectoplasm <laughs> like it's so cute you guys i can't take it like synesty is great too oh, uh, oh yeah me wrong <laughs> like synesty making its little hand be the the handle the yeah handle. just little dripping oh, out yeah. over its out over its little lip it's such a it's faced on the cup, like, it, yeah, the little chip with it hanging out of it, like, the line yeah. is good. And, and then the ghost itself, like, becomes a little tongue, and it blows you a raspberry. Like, <laughs> hmm. It's amazing. It's a good line, uh, design-wise, anyway. <laughs> Competitively. Well. I think it's fine. It's not bad. It's fun in rain battles when you, because you... Cause you yeah, things it's shell smash strength sap is really good just mm-hmm. to like neutralize whatever's yeah. in front of you while also being able to boost yourself up to win. Baton pass it can be fun. I've seen it run weak armor with baton pass too. So you have a Ooh. sash, then you have the uh, weak armor activate with your baton with your shell smash, and then oh yeah, bam! Uh, it can be scary, but yeah. It's nothing like Chandler. <laughs> because you're just going to attack at that point. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Also, this line, too, has just a perfect shiny. Mm-hmm. I saw one in a video the other day, and the pink is just mm, such a perfect choice of shade. Mm-hmm. It's a very faint shiny compared to a lot of other ones where it's just like, yeah, we're going to change the detail color on the pot from like a teal to a pink. But I like it. It's simple, but it's effective. It, yeah, it exactly. works for the line. It keeps up with the theme of, like, this is a pot that comes from, like, the same manufacturer, but it has a different glaze. Mm-hmm. Like, it works really, really well. I agree with you that, like, the gimmick of the authentic, it's just crap, because you should at least make it breedable. I agree. Like, oh, my friend found one, and now I can have one, because it doesn't really do anything. And also, if it was, you know, a Pokemon that appears in the wild in any other part of the game where you can actually see it and hunt it down, then it would make sense. Because, like, you just keep meeting Sinisty after Sinisty after Sinisty, but you can't do that in, 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 in what's, it, what's it called? The Glimmer Tangle? Mm-hmm. I think you can do it in Crown Tundra, but yeah... Okay, that's Yeah, better. right, right. Yeah, I think it is. Crown Tundra finally lets you start to do a little more. But as, again, you still have to hit them and it's, you know, RNG. Yeah. But when the game came out, it was just such a task to ask to so, to ask someone to do. Yeah. It just is excessive. Like, it wasn't a great gimmick and it didn't do anything. <laughs> exactly. If it did anything at all. Even if it just, like, looked different while you were battling, because the person you're battling against yeah. is never going to know it either. <laughs> exactly. Like, it should be, I don't know. A, a d- Only when you Dynamax, you'll know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, you Dynamax it, and it looks 
different or it has a different color. Like I don't they could know. have had a different design on it or something. It just has the little tiny stamp at the very bottom that you can maybe see when it's Dynamax. That's the only time you really it's get to stupid. see it. It really see it. It's really stupid. But other than that, amazing Pokemon line. Yeah, I'm glad it got some cool moves like Strength Zap. Tea Time is a mm-hmm. signature move that you never remember, but you know. It's yeah. Cute, but <laughs> yeah. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's very much whatever. It's cute. No one's going to remember Tea Time's an ability. Uh, ah, yes. No. Everyone, it is time to eat our berries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I. it's like, oh, this Pokemon wanted to be in Fire Emblem Three Houses, apparently. <laughs> it, it tried. No. It, was, it was just a few, <laughs> a few months late. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shark, what is your first pick? Uh, let's go ahead and pick one that... Uh, we've are, I know on the podcast we've talked about this line not being like the final evolution of this line not being a very popular Pokemon, but I think mm-hmm. its middle stage is peak like very good in just design wise. Uh, I'm talking about Carcoal. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yes, the little Hot Wheels, just <laughs> Hot Wheels, little uh, <laughs> wagon of coal coming down. It's got yeah, yeah which. It's just like, it's just a cool design. I just like when you first encounter it, when you're just like in the Galarian mine. Oh, yeah. And you just see it just zoom past. Yeah, running along the track. You just don't even think that's anything really of it. Great. And then you're just like, when you realize, oh, you could, that's an actual Pokemon that I can. That is a Pokemon, yes. That is such a cool moment. It's the Pokemon that I used to hatch my eggs for the longest time. And then I accidentally let oh, it evolve. Yeah. And I was sad. Oh, no. <laughs> It's so ugly when it evolves. And it doesn't evolve into a train, which right. is a travesty. I don't mind Colossal as much as everyone else here does not. But I do agree that it should have definitely become more train-like than Furnace. I like Gigantamax Colossal and the gameplay that it adds to VGC. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't like regular Colossal's design. <laughs> I like that Steam Engine is a viable VGC strat. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's a great. Fair. I think that's cool. I think it's Gigantamax design is cool. I I think it's, I think it's regular design is just kind of bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Carcoal is just, it's cool and it's cute. And it's fun when you play Draft League with it. Because it's like, you know, it's a one-point Pokemon. No one really uses it much. Yeah. But it's it's a really good defensively when you throw one on Eviolite on it. Mm. Like, think about fairy types. Oh, yeah. Most of its stuff, like, it walls of fairy types pretty well, which is quite funny when you're playing an Ubers League and your special Xerneas cannot break this huh. this freaking Carcoal Menace. Where then it just spans Will O Wisp or Hazards or Spins and it just it does it does everything you kinda want for like a little one point Pokemon. That is amazing. Eighty ninety seventy is a good defensive line for us mid stage Pokemon. Once you throw on Eviolite, yeah. It's really fun. Like you just like you just pull it out whenever you see the potential four X week move. You just boop you just get it out, you know, you throw the hazard, you just clear mm-hmm, the hazard mm-hmm. and you just keep move on the rest of your time. And yeah. I saw one that was designed to, like, stop a, De- a Deoxys attack superpower and then be able to KO it back, so... Wow. Not that, not that KOing a, a Deoxys, Deoxys attack, attack is not hard, but... It's not a high <laughs> feat. 
<laughs> but being it's able to surviving. live from that, being exactly. able to survive, yes, being able to KO back, it, its defenses are paper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the feat is getting to the point where you actually get a move off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, and I, I really like its face. Like it, Broly Coley freaks me out. Colossal is ugly. But Karkal, he just looks like a fun guy. Yeah. No, he's so happy. He's so happy. I love him. His shiny's not terrible either. It gives him a little bit more defined and, you know, it's a little looks more like, you know, like a minecart at that point. When mm. It still has the dark wheels. It still has a dark coal, but then it's like light blue head and body. Oh, yeah, yeah. It actually turns a nice color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I prefer the normal form more, but it's still, like, a shiny's not bad. Hmm. I, I, I always like when a shiny turns blue, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess it's time for me to go to my number two, and my number two is, to this day, still hanging on the wall behind my TV, because I brought him back home when Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl came out, and then I forgot to take it off the wall. It's my Drifloon. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Drifloon is like, I didn't pay much attention to it for a long time. And then every time I saw one, it just grew on me more and more and more. And it has like a cute cry. It has a cute design. Mm-hmm. It's suitably creepy, but in a funny way. Like when you read the Pokedex entry and it says, it like, Floats children away to the underworld, but it hates fat kids. <laughs> like, because they're too heavy for him to lift and carry away. It's like, this is so wrong in so many ways that it becomes hilarious. And it's it's just a little tiny balloon. <laughs> like, it's so cute. And it does look like my favorite part by far, are the little, like, ribbon hands. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's just super cute. Oh, yeah. This one doesn't have a good shine, in my opinion. I like it when they go blue. I don't like it when they go yellow. But I guess it's just... I I love Drifloon. I don't know why. It's not my usual cup of tea. That would be Sinis tea. But I just love Drifloon. And... Uh, I was very happy that in Legends Arceus there was a teeny tiny, like, yeah, teeny tiny quest where there's actually a kid who gets lost playing with a Drifloon and you're like, oh no, what's going to happen to this poor kid? Because in this particular game, Pokemon are really, really dangerous. And this one is supposed to be dangerous in the base game as well. But then you go there and the Drifloon is like, oh, okay, bye, we had fun. And now that I think about it, it's probably because something like closer to an adult was approaching. Mm-hmm. So maybe the kid was actually in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't as cute as I thought the first time. Yeah. You don't, you just don't know. Cause yeah, it's funny with just Arceus because of that game, because like the Pokedex entries are being written. So everything we knew going into it, we're like experiencing for the, Mm-mm-mm. they're experiencing for the first time, you know, things like, yeah, like, Oh, it's a Silcoon. It's a Cascoon. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. 
seeing that Drifloon and just like, oh god, what's happening to that kid? Please. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is we don't know if the Pokex entry comes from this little incident being blown up beyond what it was, or if it comes from all the other times that the main character didn't get there in time. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know how overblown that... Was it real danger? Or was it just, you know, parents overblowing it just because they don't want the kid to get lost? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, honestly, even if a Pokemon wasn't leading my children to the underworld, if it was just leading them away from home, you're right. You should be worried. So you can probably, you know do what parents have been doing for centuries and tell your kid a scary story to scare them into staying home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Drifloon, top tier for me. Uh, Sigma, do you want to go for your second round? Yeah, yeah, we'll jump to uh, Appleton now. Oh, tasty. Jen, it is a great place for these things. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see a Pokemon based on an apple pie. <laughs> no. <laughs> me Where? neither. Children rip off its skin to eat it or something like that, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's so creepy. But I actually really like Appleton's design, apart from the fact that it, its eyes look like ears when its little helmet's on, but... That's mm. my favorite part! When they pop off and it <laughs> looks at you! You're not ready for it the first time you see it. No, yeah, you're no. never ready for it. <laughs> but it's my favorite part. I was waiting for you to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to mention that part of it. Like, you're looking at it, and it's like, oh, look at those little floppy ears under its helmet. That's yeah. so adorable. And then it lifts them and like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so incredibly fun. I love it so much. It's the same feeling you get when you see a meow stick lift its ears. But better. But better, because you're not creeped out, because those are a second set of eyes on the Meowstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Meowstick is, like, the main eyes are creeping off, but once it... Once you realize that the ear joints are actually eyeballs. Yeah, oh, hey. uh, that that's not a good time. No. It's like, why do you have more eyes? Oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. It's very much one of those, like, almost, I, I don't want to say Lovecraftian, it's, but there is a very specific kind of horror, usually the ones found in Japanese media, where it's like this cute little creature, and then it meows at you, and it just opens its mouth wider and wider, and wider like, like the cat in Captain Marvel, but worse, you know? <laughs> uh, Something like that. But no, Appleton's a weird one, too, because you'd look at it and you're like, I know this Pokemon is a defensive Pokemon. And somehow, mm -hmm. its two defensive stats are tied for its second worst stat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it has a lot of HP. Oh, it has a massive amount of HP. But it's like, wow, I, I didn't realize its defenses were that much lower than its attack stats until yeah. just now. Once again, the gimmick is weird, but luckily, J Dynamax should be going away, so who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually disappointed that they gave Flapple and Appleton the same Gigantamax. Same? Yeah, same. That's that was the that was my one dislike of Gen 8 overall is that little thing. Mm -mm -mm -mm. But not only did they give it the same form, but they also didn't give Eldegoss one. And that feels bad for Milo. Yeah. Even though Milo's trash. <laughs> it's really bad. But no, I love Apple Acid or I think it's that one's is it yeah, Apple Acid, mm -hmm. yeah. That move is really fun on it. 
I love it. Yeah, no, it's just a fun design. Plus, we got another grass dragon that isn't stuck in mega form. So, yeah, yeah. it's really nice. I-, I love the whole line, actually. And I love that the shiny is consistently like the red apple just turns green throughout the whole line. Mm-hmm. And it works. It works really well. I wish Flapple was faster, but that that's beside yeah. the point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really needs like 20 points in speed, probably. <laughs> If it had a 90 base speed, I would be much happier with Flapple. Yeah. yeah. It's not that strong, so you might as well have made it fast. Right? Like, make that dragon dance mean something. <laughs> exactly. Because you're you're gambling anyway, because you're not going to run with anything other than hustle. Mm-hmm. So you, you might as well give yourself more of a chance, you know? Yeah. Flapple was awkward. Appleton, I think, was designed really well. Especially with Thickback getting rid of that Times 4 ice weakness for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I prefer Flapple as a design, by far. But Appleton is objectively a lot more fun, and I'm not surprised that it's one of the Pokemon they decided to make, like, a giant plush of. And it was a cheap giant plush of it. It was, like, under $100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Well, Shark, your turn. All right. We're going to go with a nice welcoming Pokemon in Comfey. Ooh. Because that one is based off of the of a lei from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So that one's just like, I, I like this one. Just from a top-down design for Alola, that's like the perfect Pokemon to have there. Yeah. It's got a great ability in triage. Mm-hmm. Where it gets to have fun spamming draining kiss it's super fast to kill single urshifus yes (laughs) oh yeah doubles gives that so much ability to being able to activate weakness policies with priority oh yeah absolutely because you could go faster Mm -hmm. than the other weakness policies yeah the fact that triage works on healing moves that deal damage is very nice it's amazing Mm -hmm. and you don't even have to rely on uh, draining kiss solely it also gets giga drain and absorb or stuff like that so you can also use grass type to trigger weakness policies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's really good and yeah there have been a few times where i saw it get a few calm minds up and then it was unstoppable because it has priority. What are you going to do? Yeah. Priority and healing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, it's so hard. Yeah. I once managed to stop one because I set up Psychic Terrain and it couldn't attack anymore. <laughs> it, it only had Draining Kiss and Giga Drain, so it was stuck. Yeah, that is the one downside to it is that, yeah, it's... Also, it yeah, Dark Types are immune. No, they're not immune, actually, because it's not, it's not Practicer. Yeah, no, 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 no. So... Yeah. Glaring Moltres was a popular pairing in BGC with this to trigger its mm. weakness policy. Mm. Yeah. Like, way back before Crown Tundra even released, we worked with P. McGee to make a team where it was using Gudra. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah, Gudra is a good one. Ooh. And with Gudra, you could decide whether you want to use a weakness policy or if you want to feed it Sap Sipper. Yeah. It has a good enough of an attack stat to do both. Yeah, it really does. So. Got the move pull for it. The real sad thing is that, like, despite the priority, it still has, like, 100 base speed. It's actually really fast. Like, it's so sad that they put all those points into speed when it didn't need them, ever. Yeah, if it put it in special attack or or HP, would be so much better. It's kind of like Whimsicott. It's a fast Alolan Pokemon that doesn't care that it's fast. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, good job. You g- you gave it a high speed stat and it's never going to put an EV in speed ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like the only time is like, you, there are like, if you want to use call mine uh, faster than something, that's the only time you put any speed. Just enough to yeah, not get crept or whatever. Usually you can just put like HP in there and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. HP in a t- either defense or special attack and you're never caring about speed comeback. Mm-hmm. And this has just reminded me of all the times I thought I was getting into an evil calm mind war with someone on Rand Bats <laughs> and then it turned out they had Psy Shock. Oh, oh hey, you hate that. Yeah, it's like you gotta be yeah. careful. That's the one thing with that, yeah. I've gotten into a number of wars. I think the other day I got into a coil war between two sand my between two sandacondas. Oh. And Oh no, that's so toxic. Yeah, and it's a problem oh. because they tried to KO each other. I think I tried to even stone edge and try to see if I could crit through it, but it, it, it still only yeah. did sixty percent. Ooh, wow. I, I think I won off a of crit. I, I won because I crit Earthquake, and he was like, bruh. Wow. <laughs> That's really bad. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's go for another, like, fast round. My third pick is another Pokemon that had possibly one of the cutest side quests in Arceus. It's Chimeco. Ooh, yeah. That's a good side quest, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It just I oh, I was honestly moved to tears by the end of that little side quest. It was just the combination of a lot of factors, but it really moved me. And so I'm like, this Pokemon is so cute. I have always liked it. And then I can go out in the wild and catch one. And then you like you take a step anywhere near it. And it calls down the wrath of everything on the route upon you. <laughs> but it's still very cute. Those big, giant, alpha, riperior. I know which one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I have to say, though, I, I did think it was absolutely hilarious when I saw an alpha Chimeco. And I caught it and I used it for the rest of my playthrough. It wasn't really any good. But just giant, angry Chimeco oh, for yes. me. That's Chimeco for you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It had like the same feeling as when Thatch used to make me laugh by saying, yeah, and then the Klefki goes, jingle, jingle, jingle. But it's even funnier because Chimeco is usually like a smiley, happy little guy. And this one was giant and angry. Yeah. Yeah, jingle, jingle, jingle indeed. It's bells of doom. Exactly. It makes me think, because uh, P. McGee used it once. I've seen him use it, and it was one set that he did, which was, uh, like, rap parish song. Oh, <laughs> that just no. That's, like, the perfect thing to use with that specific alpha Chimeco. That's so evil. Yep. I love it. <laughs> it's about what you gotta do with it. Yeah. Hey, it's got a, yeah. It's, it doesn't have the stats. It's got decent support stuff, but... It, you can do some fun stuff with it, for sure. I I think it just looks pretty. I agree. And, and I had the satisfaction of just randomly finding one just outside the mall in Pokemon Go. I'd never even seen one. I thought they were, like, impossible to find. And then I was like, ooh, I try Mecco. I was like, that was a fun moment. Hmm. This one, the shiny, I don't like very much. No, it's like this greenish color. The worst part is the orange one. Like, you turn a nice reddish green or 
sorry they're a nice pinkish red into orange and you make whimsicott very sad yeah there, there were a lot of ways they could have gone right with that shiny and they didn't pick any of them so yeah but it was like back when the shiny was like determined by the palette so yeah they didn't really have a choice they still went out of their way with some things like metagross is, there's no way that's what metagross's regular shiny would look like <laughs> probably not you're right they, they certainly didn't pay any special attention to Chimeko. No. But still, one of my, you know, underrated underground favorites for sure. Sigma, what's your last one? Uh, charge a bug. It's a battery. Ooh. It's a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who doesn't like a little mini game in Ultra Sun and Moon? Exactly. It's also an accordion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because the sound it makes, that's definitely an accordion, guys. That's true. <laughs> Pick what you want for it. <laughs> it's... I would try to make it cry. I know I can't, but just you, you guys all heard it in your mind, yep. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also, it has a good shiny, unlike Chimeco. Fair enough. It does. And it just, it has, I mean, it's it's a bulky, sticky web user, so it has some use. Mm. Also, it has a unique ability, I think. It's still unique. Yeah, battery, which is, it's just still, you can, mm-hmm. you see teams use it in doubles. Not often anymore, mm-hmm. but you you did before. Oops. In legend metas, it's hard. But sometimes <laughs> you can see it. Electroweb is good support for it to use to. Or string shot. Yeah. Yes. String shot is spread minus two speed to both things. Yeah. yeah. It's become good, actually. I think it might actually be better at stone doing Stonejourner's job than Stonejourner half the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is Stonejourner good at anyway? Like, it gives the same boost, but it boosts attack power too, I believe. Like, it's a free mm-hmm. life orb, essentially, but also yeah. it's a stone turner, so it's not that good. Yeah, exactly. Just not, 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 it's not the special defense, no. No. It's still... <laughs> they stopped doing that for Pokemon. Like, they changed Triagonal's defense up to 50, and then they're like, nah, this thing can have 20 again. <laughs> 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 like, I thought they were done with that. It's like, no, a, a real Pokemon has to have at least 50 in a stat that isn't Yeah. Speed. And attack. It's like, no, just kidding. Stone so Junior can be bad. Yeah. It's fine. So sad. Ah. Also, a Charger Bug is the protagonist of a very memorable minigame in Gen 7. Mm-hmm. And that that was a fun 10 minutes, I have to say. Mostly because <laughs> of the sounds that the Charger Bug were making. <laughs> I think they actually added like post-game content to that too. Yeah, they did. Like you could go back. What? I think you could go back and do it again, the harder levels, and you get yeah. uh, you get some item. Oh. I never knew that. That's so much fun. It's, it's the only trial they did that for, too. So obviously <laughs> no one's going to know. Wow. That's really cool, though. Okay, Shark, last one. All right. When we're talking about object-based Pokemon, you got to go with the original, or one of the originals. But I'm mm. deciding to use its alternate form, Hisuian Voltorb. Ooh. Oh. Because, That's a good I mean, one. obviously it's based off a of Pokeball. Or is it? Because Hisuian Voltorb is like in in Soviet Russia, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, they were kind enough to change its shiny to a heavy ball. Yeah, that's color. one thing. It's yeah. a shiny. It's great. It is based off the the heavy ball. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's amazing. So yeah, no, like in general, like it's just a, like it's just a cute little boy, just a little ball, just a little pokeball. Just rolls super fast. Yeah. Doesn't do anything else. Shoots its seeds out. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like that 
they gave the Hisuian Voltorb an actual, like, you know, 3D face instead of <laughs> it having just one that was essentially drawn on. Yeah, because it looks like it's just carved in the wood. Mm. Exactly. It's beautiful, in my opinion. Like, and the texture, too. Definitely not one of my favorites, but the details really make it. Mm, exactly. They treated this really good. And I like I like what they did with the new Hisuian Voltorb. Hisuian Pokemon are filled with a lot of misses. I don't think Voltorb's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Some of them are just... Avalog is right there. Yeah, Avalog, yeah. yeah Avalog is, yeah. Just... And so is Overquill. We could have made a regional of pretty much any Pokemon, and we chose Avalug. And we made it worse. And we made it worse. Amazing how we managed to do that. <laughs> what were they thinking? The boss battle was cool. It was possibly the easiest one for me. It was really cool. Oh, that was my heart. That was, that was when it started getting hard. I, I think I died during that one. Many times during the Legends at the end, but... For me, it was easier because... So, it was easier to figure out how it worked. For the other ones, I had a lot of trouble figuring out what I was supposed to do. Mm. For this one, I, I took my time to observe this time, the pattern. Mm -hmm. And I managed to pretty much understand what I, what I was supposed to do. Because for the first ones, like, I, I generally don't do action games. Mm-hmm. I think the, the only game resembling an action game that I've played in the last, like, five years is Breath of the Wild. And that's very lenient with you. So I, I had a lot of trouble with the boss battles in Arceus. As evidenced by the fact that, like, I didn't think I was doing that badly. Like, yeah, you die a couple of times, but everyone dies a couple of times and everyone struggles, right? And then my brother, who plays stuff like Dark Souls and stuff like that, he came over and he was like, hey, can I try a new Pokemon game? And I'm like, sure. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is easy. And he was like flipping around the screen. And I was like, oh, so that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all about the dodge button. With exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I just spent like 20 minutes running around a tree so that Cleaver couldn't kill me horribly more than three times. Hmm. And you're just... Doing cartwheels around him. Cool, little brother. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think if you guys are okay with this, I would conclude this topic on this epic uh, recollection of my fingers really sucking and doing <laughs> their job while I'm playing video games. <laughs> we will write back with you with our Pokemon of the episode. <laughs> Episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 729, Brian, the pop star Pokemon. It's Pokemon Shield Pokedex entry reads, On nights when the sea is calm, Brian dance with one another to the singing of the Primarina that's leading them. Ooh, beautiful. It doesn't actually have a Pokedex entry in Pokemon Shield, though. Uh, that's from Pokemon Home, but that's how we live. Oh. <laughs> it's not actually in the decks. <laughs> yeah, because you only get pops you like as a gift Pokemon, so those mm -hmm. don't, don't get direct entries. 
The thing is, they let everything that was like transferable at launch have Pokedex entries, Mm -hmm. but the things that were added after the fact, unless they're in the Pokedex, don't get one. It's weird. It's so weird. It was a weird way to do things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're past it. (laughs) Uh, This time, we're doing a not fully evolved Pokemon, so the stats are, you know, they're what they are. They're boosted by Eviolite. That that's what we have to say. Exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> Brian has a, a base 60 HP stat, a base 69 attack stat, and defense stat. A special attack of 91, that's the only decent one, but we're not gonna use it, so who cares? And then a special defense of 81 and a speed of 50, because it doesn't have legs. <laughs> <laughs> People use Toracat sometimes. Like, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong here. (laughs) This is a VGC team from a player named Masora. It was used in I don't remember which tournament, but uh, as usual, we're going to find a way to get it to you patrons in a shiny version sometime this week. Except the Zation. Is is shiny Zation out? It's available. It's available. Yes. Is it? I think it was yep. through that event. It was, that it was event. a GameStop event and it was available. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I ha- I have one. Yeah, it's weird. But I remember now. I have yeah, one. Yeah, they're available. It's really nice. I should I should train it up and use it. It's really cool. Get its little uh, online medal for it or ribbon. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So, Sigma, you're taking the first two members of this team, so start us off, please. All right. First up, we got a Brion holding its Eviolite because it's an unevolved Pokemon, and that's what it has to do. Mm-mm. The ability is Torrent. Does it matter? Not really. Actually, it does. It does Mm-mm. because you don't want to perish song into a Storm Drain uh, Gastrodon on the opposing side. That would be very bad because <laughs> mm-hmm. I yep. it would be unaffected. So, yeah, we have the Torrent. Yep. Uh Item. We don't have EVs for this team. I imagine this is like max defense, max HP or something along those lines. Probably. <laughs> its attacks are sing for that slightly higher than 50% chance of sleep because that's mm-hmm. annoying. Perish song because, hey, they've got to switch out or they die. <laughs> Protect because this is VGC and Aqua Jet so we can Aqua Jet into our next Pokemon, which is the G-Max Colossal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That Aquajet activates our weakness policy and steam engine, maxing out our speed Ooh. and giving us a plus two in special attack. Once again, we don't actually have the EVs, but I imagine it's all in special attack and speed. Probably a speed nature is my guess. Uh, yeah, it needs it. Our attacks are overheat, meteor beam, earth power, and protect because we are always going big with this thing. There is, n- there is no question. We are always going to Dynamax this thing if it's on the field yes um, <laughs> yeah odds are you're not clicking that meteor beam outside of it that is the most but it does a lot of damage when you're big so Mm-mm. that's why we're running those yep yeah okay so our next two pokemon are our restricted legends shark has got these ones yep what is vgc without zacian Right. Yep. Probably just like a, a, probably a standardish, you know, adamant Zacian with Behemoth Blade, Sacred Sword, Play Rough and Protect, holding its sword. Mm-mm. Holding its sword with its sword ability is a sword dog. Yep. It would be very sad if it were slower than 130 speed. We can't allow that. <laughs> nope. And to pair with it, we've got a Choice Scarf Kyogre doing its, you know, 
pro- just standard water spout, thunder, ice beam, origin pulse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just it being choice scarf makes it a little different than normal, because I think a lot of them are either mystic water or salt vest seem to be the most common items, but choice scarf, yeah. water spout, seems good. Why not? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Although choice scarf, water spout uh, doesn't really work against the next member of this team, which is Rillaboom. It's holding a life orb. The ability is obviously grassy surge because why else would you run Rillaboom? It has grassy glide, high orbs power, protect, and fake out because this is VGC. And then we have the reason I took the last part of the team, which is a whimsicott. It's holding a focus sash. It has the prankster ability and it's doing mostly standard whimsicott teams. It has helping hand, trick room, Tailwind and Dazzling Gleam. Now that Trick Room might look weird on such a fast Pokemon, but we have a Colossal. So if you can't get the Aqua Jet off activating the Steam Engine, that Colossal is going to run train on your opponent. Plus six does a lot to a speed stat. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a lot. And in case you need to make something else go fast, you have Tailwind and helping and just, you know, it's useful. It is running Dazzling Gleam for spread damage, which makes us think you need max special attack on this Whimsicott, but honestly, where else would you put the EVs? You have a Sash, yeah. You don't need bulk. <laughs> I so. always assume that if you're running Sash, you're not running bulk. Exactly. You're already expecting to get two shot. Like <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Having bulk so you can get two shot slightly slower is not going to exactly. do anything. Just just be careful of, like, your max rockfall from Colossal because you, you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. You don't because it's a G-Max. Oh, it's a G-Max. Right. It has Charizard's attack. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I, I thought that went off of its fire-type attack, but no, it's G-Max Vocalith. It goes off of the rock-type attack. Exactly. You're right. It has the second. It has the uh, set of second best G Max attacks in the game after Lapras's. Like Lapras is number one. Number two is probably the Charizard set with Colossal joining the uh, Kanto starters. As, yeah. As we all expect of the Kanto starter Colossal that no one remembers. <laughs> you see, Colossal was the table that the other three Pokeballs were resting on, and no one picked the table. They didn't understand that it was an option. He, it's it's the oven where the uh, Pokeballs were forged for the starters. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, after that, it's probably the Galarian starters. I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Rillaboom was G-Max too. It doesn't matter because you're probably mm-hmm. never going to G-Max with it. But exactly, like but- yeah. those G-Max attacks are also very good. Yes, very very good. Although, mm, yeah, I guess you could keep the normal one to set grassy terrain again if you lose a terrain war again. but that's such a niche situation but then you're wasting it and you can't grassy glide anyway because you're big so it doesn't yeah, matter exactly it, it doesn't really make sense it like there's probably a case out of a million where you would do that so yeah like probably not worth it being able to go through like a mimic is good the mm. mimic aren't around right now so it doesn't really matter Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there there are other Pokemon. Like, say you want to hit a Gudra, although you probably don't want to hit it with a Grass type. There move. aren't Gudras around right now either. Sadly, yeah. I like I like Gudra. I liked when it was good. Yeah, it's still kind of good. 
And it did well against the Worlds. Or not Worlds, uh, Nationals. Oh. Mm. The freaking Guja won that. Oh, I didn't even realize. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I think it was because it kept the opponent from ever bring. They were too afraid of the Guja to bring their Kyogre. I believe that. Oh, That's yeah, what, I remember now. Sounds about right for a Guja. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> special tank. <laughs> like, especially if it's a assault vest, you're never breaking through that with a Kyogre. No, exactly. <laughs> Not even with Ice Beam. Anyway, that was our Pokemon of the episode team. Again, we're going to find a way to get it to you. But now it's time to move on to the mailbag. So we'll catch you on the flip-flop. It's mail time! Sending your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. As always, this segment of the show is brought to you by the entirely fictional yet still super scary energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Good job, guys. We can live another day. Anyway, this is the segment where we read our listeners' emails, which you can send in at the address pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Before I forget, because I will definitely forget later, the mailbag question for next week will be, what is your favorite object-based Pokemon? That was an easy one to remember. Last week, uh, we asked you about your favorite and least favorite fire types. And some of you answered with some very cute emails, which we're going to read for you now. <laughs> Our first email comes from Sleeve. And Sleeve says, Hi, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Enjoying the summer sun and being careful with your barbecues. Remember, only you can prevent wildfires. Well, I have opinions about that, but do definitely try to prevent wildfires. <laughs> On the Times topic of fire, <laughs> yeah. On the topic of fire, I have some thoughts and comments on last week's top and bottom lists. I'll begin with my thoughts on the top. I almost completely agree with this list. Everything on there is great, and I love to sound and get some much deserved attention. However, despite my love for this Pokemon, I will probably swap it out for your honorable mention, Ho-Oh, the legendary rainbow bird from the first episode of the anime. Without even getting into the stats, this is such a lore-rich Pokemon with a terrific design, shiny included, and a great encounter. Getting the Rainbow Wing and heading up Tin Tower back in Gen 2 felt so much more special than the trip through yet another cave that we were faced with to catch the Legendary in Gen 1, which really made this Pokemon feel special at the time. One other change I would make, and I'm sorry to get controversial, would be to drop Volcarona. <gasps> yeah! I would. I actually agree with this because I believe Volcarona is a bug, not a fire type. I would rank <laughs> it as a, a bug. fire bug. I would rank it as a bug over a fire type. It's my favorite fire type. Fair, I would have put Gengar on the poison list, but <laughs> if we're if we're gonna be sticklers on this, then yeah, I'll I'll get yeah. I'll concede with it too. No, it's my favorite fire type. Shut up, you guys. I would have saved it for Bug. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no. It could be both. I still think it could be both. It's just like Gengar could have be been both, but... Could be. Yeah, sure. I agree. <laughs> anyway, mm, who is fantastic? Yes, it is. And has a great encounter method in black and white. Yes, it does. For me, though, Torkoal will just always hold a special place in my heart. Really? You're... Comp- I like Torkoal. Uh, to each their own. I to like each their own. Torkoal is a fine Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Uh, from its surprisingly prominent role in the anime all the way up to its feature in my PDL team last year, Torkoal has always been one of my favorite fire-type Pokémon. I love its design and the fact that it's a bulky sunsetter. 
It also helps that it was a core part of my first ever Hoenn team. Now for the bottom list. I don't actually think I would swap any of these out, however. I think Flareon gets challenged by a couple of other lackluster fire types, with Rapidash being the first that comes to mind. Sorry, chairman of the book fan club. Yeah, you can't upset him. He'll get really mad. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I have nothing particularly against it. I think the design is great, but it suffers from a similar issue that Flareon has, in that it just doesn't have any excitement factor. Its stats and move pool are underwhelming, and in a gen with quite a few good fire types, Rapidash fails to stand out. For similar reasons, another Pokemon I would say challenges the spot would be Hitmore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this Pokemon is at best forgettable. Hard agree on that one. Durant's cool, though. Like, it's. Eh, I don't like that either. I like Durant. I think the concept of the two are good, but it's I can nice, understand. But, mm, yeah. Meh. Meh. For me, the only appealing aspect of it is that they've given it a relationship with the rent. I love it when Game Freak and the Pokemon Company delve into realistic world building involving predators, prey, and very basic food webs. So this saves it because without that, it's a boring monofire Pokemon overshadowed by other, far more interesting fire types within its generation. That's all for me this week. Pretty safe to say I think you guys nailed the fire type lists on the last episode. Looking forward to the day you do flying. Fetch, I will disagree with you on Tucanon. You can trash Trambic all you like, but that Tucan is solid gold. <laughs> <laughs> it does have it, it it does have a shine in the pride flag. But other mm, Tucanon's good. Trumbeak I'm fine meh. with being trash. Uh-huh. I am not looking forward to the day you do flying types because I know I'll get trolled on that episode. <clears throat> but why meh. would that be? <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not saying that Lorantis is on the bug list, but it might be on the bug list. Um. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Sleep says, uh, have a great week. Thanks, as always, for the terrific content. With peace and love, Sleep. Thank you, Sleep, for listening and for your email. But we're moving on because these guys don't like me at my grass site. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Sudo Udo is going to be on the grass list too yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh gosh okay our next email is from Retro who's got this one I've got that one hi Poco gang this is Retro it's been so long since I last emailed and that that the last time I sent an email to the podcast I was Retro Typhlosion which was well over three years ago at this point speaking of Typhlosion mm. because it's probably what the co-hosts expect of me I fully admit he's not a top five fire type, but he's a top five Ooh. in my heart. Ooh. <laughs> That's fair. I think, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely fine to be top five in your heart, for sure. Mm-mm. The Puckle crew seemed to have hard time picking five bad fire type Pokemon, saying that outside of the obvious, there weren't really bad fire types in all of this mix. I think fire is the most popular Pokemon type, so it makes sense there aren't many misses. However, mm. I was surprised that no one picked what I thought was a shoe in choice. Heat more. <laughs> yeah. <Once again. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like Quillfish, a Pokemon I enjoy for the record. I have never seen fan art of Heatmore, nor really any competitive <laughs> use for Heatmore. No Heatmore Twitter fan accounts, none of it. Plus the idea of it whacking its tongue at my own Pokemon just like Lickitung gives me weird vibes. Especially that t- uh, since that tongue is on fire. And it must be a tongue. <laughs> what else does Seatmore have to lash out when it uses fire lash? It's a tongue. It's a tongue. It's, it's a, definitely a little tongue. My, my favorite part is that uh, it got that signature move in Gen 7. Um, yeah. 
and then it yeah. lost it in Gen Eight. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, like Final Ash, yeah, it's definitely like is like it's one big niche, and it's got a like few competitive niches. But yeah, again, I think yeah, this would have mm. been it should have been in the bottom five. I, yeah, agree. I agree. It's not good. <laughs> yep. And I don't know if this guy counts or not, but Zenmo Darmanitan. What about yeah. that? That's a fire type. Now, mm. I'll say this. I do yeah. think that, yeah, the Unovian Zenmo Darmanitan is, should honestly be bottom. I, it's not it's, a fire type. It's also it's just hard to thing. use ever. Yeah. And it's not yeah. that like you could try to do something gimmicky with it, but it's just not. I just keep forgetting it exists, honestly. Because it goes counter to everything that Darmanitan stands for. Exactly. Super bulky. And it's not like the difference is, it's like, once it goes back up to positive, like, a more, you can't, like, rest with it to have it be really bulky. Mm-mm. It has to then yeah. go back to normal Darmanitan again. Exactly. And it has to be slow. And yeah. they did the it's right like- thing. They did the right thing with the Galarian one. It's like, no, it's faster and stronger. Oh, the Galarian one is a menace. Galarian one actually could, I could make an argument that that could be top five. Yeah, it's not, I think it's just like, as a, like, coolest fire types, I think so. I know it might not be the most popular or whatnot, but. Pun not intended, because it's a nice type as well. Yeah, I know. It's like, if I'm on for the ice episode, I'm fighting for that thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Absolutely. That thing's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. Uh, I don't have many issues with the list of best ofs, but I have to agree with Thatch in saying the Volcarina is the most is more iconic as a bug type than a fire type. And if Gengar Come isn't allowed on. on the poison list because it's more iconic as a ghost, then I feel the same should apply to Volcarona. <laughs> no! Come on, you, you look at it and the very first thing you see is the giant red flame-shaped wings that make a sun. It's only afterwards that you see that in the middle is a fluffy moth. Come on. See, I argue it just because there aren't that many good bug types. So it's a lot easier of a list to make. Oh, so it's like, this is so much cooler than all the other bug types that it has to represent for the bug types? I can see that. Okay, I can see that. I'll, I still like, it's a mix, but I guess I think it's still a good fire type, because I remember when like, it's New fine Snap with that fight, honest to goodness, oh, yeah. it was one of the prettiest Ooh. photos I've ever taken. It, it so was a good beautiful. one. It was it was better than the wishy-washy one, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's just so pretty. But yeah. I did hate that stage, though, because getting the Archaeops on it was not... Oh, yeah. I think it was the Archaeops. There was something that getting to spawn in that stage was a pain in the... Uh, actually, uh, Archaeops was pretty easy, because that was always was some... around on the outside part. Or It was in a specific location, because to fill out the map, you have to get them to spawn in certain locations... Oh, okay. Then yeah, maybe maybe there was one. There was something that was like super annoying to get to spawn. I think it was an Archaeops, but it could have been something else. I I don't even know that I did this hard spawn. I probably didn't know it was there. (laughs) I assume most people don't. Some of the spawns were hard if you were going for like 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're trying to go that route. It was such a cool game, though. Mm -hmm. It was a good design. It was a well-designed game. I was happy that it Mm -hmm. was. Yeah. All right. Thanks for reading my email. Obligatory. Hi, Mark, and no, Ernie. I know you wrote an email too, but Charizard isn't that cool. <laughs> I don't think we actually got that email. No, we didn't get an email from Ernie. We don't think he did not. I don't think we got an email from him this week to no. fight for Charizard. So, well, we- I, I, I mean, you have almost enough Charizards to fill an entire top five. 
So Charizard, <laughs> Mega Charizard X, G Max, G Max Charizard, Charizard. Charizard. <laughs> We're almost there. Blinium Z Charizard. It's fine. It's <laughs> exactly. Reggie Drago. I'd put him on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Top five Charizard episode. Typhlosion's on the list. It has the same stat line. That's true. It yeah. deserves to. <laughs> it's just a Charizard without wings. <laughs> it's Jotonian Charizard. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, just oh, well. Charizard top five. Number okay. six, Reggie Draco. Number five, Typhlosion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, okay, mm, we have one last email to read this week, yep. and it is from Dome Lord. All right. Greetings, Puckalonians. First time sending an email. Hi. Yeah, hi. I want to say thank you for an amazing podcast. I listen to it every day at my job. Now, on to the mailbag question. I would like to first say that I agreed with y'all for most of the list. However, I cannot allow the Embor slander. Embor, <laughs> <laughs> my big piggy boy, gets a lot of hate for being the third firefighting in a row. That's not his fault. He has such a cool design with the flaming ring around his head, the tusks, and of course, the look of constant disappointment in his eyebrows that <laughs> make him look. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna offer a, uh, offer an option of just putting Pig Knight there instead. Yeah, I, I think mm. I, I, I could concede getting Pig Knight. Pig Knight's kind of, eh. Uh, I'd put Pig Knight there. Conbuskin's another bad one. Uh, yeah, but no, that's not bad too. I think those could have been <laughs> good substitutes. Those, like, Ebor, I go back and forth on whether I like its design or not. Pig Knight and Combuskin are, eh. like, either of those are probably worse. Yeah, I just think Ebor needs speed. I think Ebor would have an incredibly cool design if they had just let it have a neck. Yeah. That's the thing that just kills it for me. Like, Ebor is just... Embor is close. Pig Knights are really far distance. Or if it away. was like maybe if Embor kind of was closer to like you know how Incineroar like yeah it stands on two feet but it can go bipedal. Sometimes when you see it run in some mm. of the animations and stuff. Like no, in, I, I I don't mind. A charging pig boar would have been like seeing that could have been good. Ooh, yeah, could have given it a little bit more. Yeah, mm, yeah, but it, it's a tough one. I yeah. I half expect it to get a split evolution at some point like uh samurai got hmm. it deserves it maybe it it suffers from like lack of design focus i think but mm, yes and i i think a split evolution a regional evolution will fix that at some point hopefully mm -hmm. uh but anyway i'll we continue with see. the email mm -hmm. i i think personally that if he was a fire dark type instead of a firefighting he would be loved a lot more by the community that is true uh hmm. i i agree Firefighting number three was not a great place for it to be. Yeah, not a popular choice. Especially when it just didn't do anything better than Infernape mm -mm. or Blaziken after it got its hidden ability. In fact, I, I would argue that it does much worse than either of those. Mm -hmm. So Its selling point is that it can learn Scald. Uh, yeah. And it has no. Reckless. Like, it, it doesn't have an identity. It's sad. No. Uh, this is totally not biased based on the fact that Tepig was my first starter I've ever chosen. <laughs> oh no, how young is this person? Ooh, ouch. Finally, I'd, I'd like to leave you with one last reason he is great. Heat Crash. Heat Crash is an incredible stab move that chonks people so hard because the chonkiness of Embor that it just makes me smile thinking about it. Groudon likes that move too. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Heat Crash was a great, like, it, it, what, I think it used to be as a, uh, a signature move. It used to be a signature move, and then they Mm-mm-mm. upgraded it. I, it, yeah. it is, now, because uh, I think Razor Shell was the other signature move in that set. Yeah. And I think that's better than Heat Crash, but now Liquidation mm. exists, so Heat Crash is probably better. Yeah, I think Heat Crash, yeah. the Pokemon that got Heat Crash now are like, like really like Heat Crash. Things like. Like Groudon is a, Groudon is a, huge is a big one. boy. <laughs> and yeah. he needed that fire stab. I, I don't think it got, uh, Primal Groudon got it, because I think it was given to Groudon Gen was- 8, but. Yeah. Yep. It, if yeah, ever yeah. Primal Groudon comes back, Heat Crash on it is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since now you theoretically have a way to stop Crush from hitting you because you can just Dynamax the target and Hit Crush is a weight-based move, oh, right, so it, it doesn't work. work on Dynamax targets. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But when Dynamax goes away and Hit Crush on Groudon stays, bad times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other things yeah. like Golurk kind of appreciates having the extra cover. Um, mm-hmm. Copper Raja. Yeah, and it's also a heavy boy. Also a heavy boy. Yeah. Leaf Tornado was just a bad move in there. Oh, right. Leaf Tornado. That was the other one. I was trying to think of the other signature move. Right. Leaf Tornado. I I think Shiftry got that because it makes sense. Not because it's good and it needed that move. But it makes sense. It just made sense for a Tengu to have. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Hi. I'm a tree who is also a wind demon. I will get Leaf Tornado. It's like. Yes, the Tengu should have Leaf Tornado. I yes. agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing else wow. needs it, though, because it's not a good move and nobody cares. It looks like no. Confei, Edelgoss, and Victory Bell, Carnivine, and Tropius mm. all get Leaf I didn't tornado. even know all those got it. No, just never use that. Neither d- nor do they need it. They because no. Nope. The- Actually, wait. It's not a signature move. Some of those Pokemon hmm. got a Gen 5. Wow. I guess signature for black and white. Did they increase it in black to white too? Is that what it was? I don't know because yeah, I don't know because I know some of these Pokemon didn't exist guys, in black and white. Guys, let's anyway. let's be honest. <laughs> Superior is the only starter line in that game that doesn't need a signature move to be cool. So this is true. True, it's fine. it's got the best ability. It 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 has contrary. Mm-hmm. That's all it really. Yeah, needed. that um, too. Samurott has two evolutions now, and it's still not superior good. Uh. <laughs> I love superior. Anyway. Anyways, uh, I'm going to finish off this email because there's only mm-hmm. like two sentences left. I would, re- I would replace him with one of my least favorite designs of a Pokemon ever, Blacephalon. Mm. Its design stinks, and honestly, it makes me feel uncomfortable just looking at it. Yeah, that's a clown for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad I never played Sun and Moon. So I never had to be haunted in my dreams by this thing. Luckily, it wasn't in Sun and Moon. And I actually think Sun and Moon is the better game anyway. But that's beside the point. If you want to revisit one, you can revisit Sun and Moon and you won't find a Blacephalon because it was an Ultra. And it's a great idea, in my opinion. I I personally like Blacephalon. I think the animation and the the mind blown is just a fun. That's a fun gimmick with it. And it's I I think it's good. I, I like that it combos with Colossal. Uh, oh, that's funny. Mm. Oh, that's super funny. With mind blown. Yeah. But, uh. It's fun to lead with the mind blown Blacephalon. It's just like, oh, what's gonna, like, okay, what's dying? Something yeah. is going to die. And maybe two things. Yeah. If you don't have a resist. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for reading. And I hope this finds you well. Your favorite lord, other than Jushiro and Seth Milo, the Dome Lord. 
Oh, thank you for this email, Dome Lord. Uh, okay, guys, let's discuss who gets the green Taurus badge. I would say this last email was good because A, it gave us a lot of discussion, uh, as did. evidenced by the fact that it was half as long as the other one and we stayed just as long. <laughs> and also, I would like to award a prize for this person, like undying love and loyalty to their Embor. <laughs> True, because the other, because Retro said it was, he didn't push it forward in his Typhlosion in the top five. He didn't defend Typhlosion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want Standom. No, we don't actually want Standom, but we, we can appreciate the loyalty that a person feels for their first starter. Unfortunately, mine was Charizard, so if I do that, I, I, I look like. A mainstream person, uh, so I can. Do that, but... <laughs> I think all. I think it, it's fine. There's not a few of us that have picked Charmander first and have to deal. We're just like. I mean, it's shoot. the anime. The anime made him look so tiny, and it's in the rain, and you need to save him to adopt him. I had a mega punching, mega kicking Blastoise. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I... Charmander was too, and it did it at home, mm-hmm. so I got Charmander. Yep. Anyway, so yes, Dome Lord, you win the Green Taurus badge. You can come to our Discord and ask us, and you will collect it, and you get access to the special club of people with an obnoxiously green nickname in our server. Now, thank you to everyone who wrote in. Again, the mailbag question for next week is tell us about your favorite object-based Pokemon. Send those in at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and your email may be read on the show next week, especially if you remember to use paragraph breaks. Mm-hmm. Or tell us why Magnemite is now- bad. Uh- <laughs> 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 because I bet they would read it just to laugh. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. No, please. Uh, anyway, <laughs> if you want to interact with us even more during the week, the very first thing you should do is come to our Discord server. There's a link in the description of the episode. We hang out, we have fun, there's tournaments going on. It's, it's just the best place ever. And if you want even more of us, we are on social media, mostly on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Mostly on Twitter. Uh, and and YouTube. if you want us in video form, we are both on Twitch. This time it's the Puckle Podcast instead of just Puckle Podcast like on every other website. There was a sniffle at some point. Long story. Don't ask. And we are also on YouTube. And finally, if you really can't get enough of us and you want to also give us some financial support and your pockets are currently deep enough to do that, don't do that if it would like put you in trouble. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You can go over there, pick your tier, pick your rewards, and just get a few exclusives like the shiny Pokemon from the Pokemon of the episode team if you're at a high enough tier and some other stuff that we're always working on for you. So, But, you know, if you can't or if you, if you don't want to, honestly, as Dash always says, the best thing that you can do for us is just to keep listening and enjoy the show. So thank you for doing that. If you got all the way through to the segment, you definitely do. So thank oh, you. Oh, you know what? We have something new to add there. Uh, Ooh, do we? Because of that, uh, he wants people to go review us on Podchaser. Podchaser. That's oh, right. Yeah, we have a there new platform. So we have a new platform. It's Podchaser. It's a website. You go there, you sign up, you can favorite all of the various feeds for the Puckle Podcast. And we would really appreciate it if you gave us a review. If we get to 100 reviews by uh, 
I think he said the end of the month. The 13th. August 13th. Mid-month. August 13th. That's that's way more reasonable because the end of the month is like today. No, actually, actually, the end of the month was yesterday when this comes out. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, breaking the fourth wall. We record on Saturday. Yeah, two weeks. There are two weeks. Two weeks. You get us enough reviews, and we give you a giveaway. So nothing to lose there. Just let us know if you enjoy us and why. We love to hear why. We can always improve. Anyway, I think that concludes everything that the final spiel is usually for. So I have been your temporary host to the Fluffiest Whimsicott. I've been R Sigma. And I've been Shark Finnegan. And here in the Lavender Tower Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>